Hello, friends, and welcome to the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where we explore how to remain nimble and stay hopeful in the crucible of adversity and uncertainty. I'm your host, J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships. Well, as you know, we are well over 120 episodes, grateful for the opportunity to invest in leaders just like you. And from time to time, we go back into the vault. We go back into the archives because we believe that there are things we not just we don't just need to know, we also need to be reminded of. And so today, we're going to go into those archives. We're going to re-air an episode that has been helpful for our listeners. We're going to be talking about the F word. We know that we've gained a lot of new listeners since this episode first aired, and we want to give new listeners a chance to hear it, to go back through some of our catalog. But as I mentioned, sometimes as leaders, it isn't new information we need. It's information that we need to be reminded of and applied or reapplied in our own lives. And so we believe that being reminded of that, those truths and those nuggets of value and wisdom are significant in becoming resilient leaders. So we hope you enjoy this episode and thanks for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Resilient Leaders Podcast where resilience in leadership is not simply a good idea, it's absolutely required. I'm J.R. Briggs, and let's get straight to the point here. I want to talk about the four-letter F word. If we're going to talk about resilience, we are going to have to talk about the four-letter F word. In fact, I'm convinced that we don't use it enough, we don't talk about it enough, but we need to use the four-letter F word more often in our language and in our conversation. The word, of course, that I'm talking about is the word fail. There is so much that we could talk about on this topic of failure. There is no way that I can get through all of it in just a few minutes here. We could start an entire podcast just around failure and how we can learn from it as leaders. In fact, I wrote a book on failure for kingdom leaders uh, a handful of years ago and how we can respond to it. The truth is that we dread this word failure as leaders, don't we? We want to talk about the wins, the successes, the victories, but the best leaders that I know don't see failure as a curse. They see failure as a tool, a blessing, and an opportunity to grow. Now, I want to be clear here. When I talk about failure with leadership, there are different kinds of failure. There is moral failure, embezzlement of money, a sexually inappropriate relationship, breaking the law, a scandal marked by deception. We'd all agree that these elements are unhelpful, painful, unwise, and they carry significant consequences, and we should avoid them at all costs. But there's a different kind of failure that I want to focus on today, and that's amoral failure. This is the kind of failure that we experience when we step out and launch a new initiative we're excited about, and it bombs. We start a business that goes out of business two years later. We seek out that new position, and we don't get it. Or we feel like we're trying so hard to grow our nonprofit or a church, and instead we've seen it shrink in size, impact, momentum, and morale right before our eyes. Failure, rejection, struggle, adversity, setback, disappointment, heartbreak, all of this is what happens in life and in leadership. We must not be surprised when failure happens. In fact, we must come to expect it. This is not pessimism or cynicism. It's reality. We need hope for sure, but we can't avoid these other messier, darker elements of life as well. Now, here's the thing. You know this. 
you know this, you grow the most when you've experienced struggle and setback more than when you are succeeding. If we can have the clarity of thought, the courage, the healthy sense of differentiation of not seeing our identity wrapped up into what we do, but in who we are, then we're able to learn from our failures well. Because here's the deal. How you define success will define you. And conversely, how you define failure will also define you. Let me say that again. How you define success will define you. And conversely, how you define failure will also define you. Now, let me tell you a story of a powerful lesson I learned about the gift of failure from my dad. But first, let me actually pause here for a moment. And some of you have heard me say this, but I want to briefly mention this, that every other Tuesday, I send out an email to leaders called Five Things in Five Minutes, Five Valuable Things leadership thoughts, quotes, links, resources, and questions that you can read in five minutes or less. You can sign up at kairospartnerships.org slash newsletter. You can also find the link in the show notes. It's free and it's intended to equip leaders like you to grow in resilience. All right. Now here's the story of the ski trip. Here's the story of the lesson that I learned from my dad. I was in middle school and I went on a ski trip with my youth group. Now, I, I was a very a fairly good skier, and I had a great day of fun with my friends. When I arrived home, I walked in the door, and my dad asked me how the trip was. And I said, it was so much fun to be with my friends and had a great day skiing. And then he asked, did you fall? Proudly, I said, nope, not once. I went the whole day and never fell. And his response startled me. He said, oh, man, what a wasted day of skiing. I was startled by this response because he has always been so encouraging and supportive of me. What do you mean? I asked. And he said, if you don't fall, you don't learn. If you didn't fall skiing, you didn't learn to be a better skier today. You missed out on the opportunity to learn how to be a better skier. I was startled, but he was right. I took the easy way that day. I didn't push myself to learn something new or take a more challenging ski run that day in order to improve my ability to ski. He didn't want me to be careless, but instead he wanted to push me in my learning. Sometimes we need a good wipeout to learn from our mistakes, don't we? I have never forgotten that important lesson my dad taught me that day. He taught me the power of the F word. It reminds me of the wise statement from Ray Dalio, the billionaire investor who wrote the book Principles. And in the book, he said this, create a culture in which it is okay to make mistakes and unacceptable not to learn from them. In many ways, this goes back to a previous episode. It reminds me when we looked at Carol Dweck's important book, Mindset. See, failure is a beautiful gift wrapped in ugly wrapping paper. But if we have the courage to unwrap the ugliness, it's amazing how it can push us, teach us, and move us in the direction of growth. It's also where we can show grace to ourselves and to others. And we need a lot of patience and grace in this season of uncertainty in the new reality. You see, when we begin to learn from our failures, we shift from one four-letter F word to another. We move from fail to free. We can come to experience freedom. We can relax, not just take ourselves so seriously, but we can realize that it is impossible for us to live a failure-free life. So don't be shocked when you experience failure. You are human. 
If you're going to lead, you're going to fail at times. Make a conscious choice today, maybe right now, that you will be a leader who is committed to learning from your failures for the rest of your life. We must take risks as resilient leaders. And to take risk means you will fail. You will embrace it, learn from it, grieve from it. Ask for forgiveness if you need to, but don't ignore them, curse them, or refuse to learn from them. If you refuse to learn from them, that's ultimately what failure looks like. Now, you may be asking, yes, JR, but how do we know when we're risking something and failing in a healthy way versus being just downright foolish? Great question. I'm glad you asked. Researcher, consultant, speaker, and author Jim Collins used a helpful framework around this question. He said that when you're in the water in a boat and your boat gets a hole in it, there's an important question for you to ask. Where is the hole in relation to the water line? Because a hole in your boat above the water line is unfortunate and will most likely require you to take buckets to scoop water out from on deck. The boat will eventually need to be repaired, but it's not urgent and you will not sink that day. However, a below the water line hole in your boat is devastating and you will eventually sink. It's just a matter of time. Before making a decision, learn to ask yourself this question. Is the risk I'm about to take, if it doesn't work, would it be an above the waterline hole in the side of my boat or a below the waterline hole in my boat? In other words, if you took this risk and it failed, would it sink your boat entirely or would you be okay? Or if it doesn't work, would your boat take on water, but would you still be able to navigate the water that day? When I'm about to make a decision that is significant, or if I'm about to take a risk, I always ask myself the Collins question, is this an above the waterline risk or is this a below the waterline risk? Let me submit four additional questions to you as you think about the four letter F word. Here's number one. What's your favorite leadership mistake? (laughs) What's your all time favorite leader fail? And why that one? Number two. A great question to ask yourself in the midst of failure is this, right when you're in the midst of it, am I doing any learning yet? What can I learn now that will help me in the future? Number three is to wrestle with how do you define success and how do you define failure? Because how you define those terms will define you not just as a leader, but as a human. And number four, and like Ray Dalio You can ask yourself, have I created or am I creating a culture in my leadership in which it is okay to make mistakes, but it is unacceptable not to learn from them? I want to encourage you to write down every leadership mistake that you've made in the last six months and ask yourself, what did I learn from that mistake? What can I learn from that failure right now? Yes, to do this is painful, but it's not just for your own good. Doing this, the hard work will actually help you lead others, and it will be for their good as well. As I mentioned earlier, this isn't just some abstract concept I thought about here this week. I've lived failure, and I've written a book about it several years ago with InterVarsity Press, specifically for leaders in ministry called Fail, Finding Hope and Grace in the Midst of Ministry Failure. It provides a way for you to navigate through failure healthily and provides ridiculously practical tools and resources and practices that you can cultivate in your life to help you become more resilient, even in the midst of your failure. 
I put the link to the book in the show notes if you're interested. Well, thanks for joining me. If you're feeling stuck, overwhelmed, or in need of some outside perspective, resourcing, or wisdom, or even you're in need of encouragement in your own failures right now, I, along with our team, offer coaching for leaders just like you. Let's set up a time to connect to see if we can help you. My information is in the show notes. This podcast is produced by the highly skilled Joel Limbowen at On A Limb Productions. If you've ever thought about starting a podcast, Joel is here to help take the worry and the stress out of the podcast process. He does this for me, that's for sure. So visit onalimproductions.com for all of your video and production or podcast needs. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning and keep learning from your failures.